Pastor Sandra tells it like it is. Philippians 4 verses 18 to 19 and I'm reading from the New International Version and I read, I have received full payment and have more than enough. I am amply supplied now that I have received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent. They are a fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to God. And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father, be glory forever and ever. Amen. My teaching is entitled, God will supply all your needs and my God will meet all your needs as it states in some other version. And if you believe that, let me hear you say amen. And I can hear you say amen. This response was made by Apostle Paul when Epaphroditus handed him the gifts that the Philippian church sent to him. It is reported that Apostle Paul had deep affections for the, Philipp the church at Philippi. The Philippian church was his favorite of the churches. And the reason for this is that they took good care of him. They made sure he lacked nothing in prison or in general. Jesus rewarded the righteous for their good deeds in service to the ministry. And, and, Jesus, and, he, and he tells them in Matthew 25, 35 to 36, he said, For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. The church in Philippi did all these good deeds to Apostle Paul throughout his ministry and while he was in prison. And Paul was not ungrateful. It was in prison that Apostle Paul writes his letter of thanks and gratitude to his favorite that we call the book of Philippians. And I like the closing salutation Apostle Paul made to them at verse 18. He said, I have received full payment, he said, and have more than enough. I am amply supplied now that I have received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent. He said, they are a fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to God. Now, the Bible did not record what kind of gifts the Philippians church sent to the apostle, but we can guess the gifts were probably stationary, notepaper, because we know he likes to read and write, notepads, pens, books, foodstuffs, clothes, jackets, underwear, hats, sleeping mats, socks, shoes, etc. 
He said, I have received full payment and have more than enough. I am amply supplied. And I like that. Uh, that's a man of God that sounds very happy. In other words, I'm in need of nothing now. I am fully covered here in prison. Apostle Paul calls the gifts he received from the church in Philippi a fragrant offering. So children of God, when you give as per the above, and also in Matthew 25, 35 to 36, where Jesus rewarded the righteous when they give to him, he tells them, for I was hungry and you, you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me and I was in prison and you came to see me. This giving is also labeled a fragrant offering. And what an interesting description to attach to someone's giving. I like the word fragrant. Uh, the word fragrant means perfumed. It means aromatic, it means sweet smelling, and it means scented. It means your giving and my giving has an odor. When we give to God, when we give to anyone, our neighbors and our friends, and the description that I've just read out, it, it carries an odor and it travels. It has feet and it, and it has hands and it travels and it will never be forget, forgotten. John chapter 12 um, says, um, 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 six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany where Lazarus lived, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. Here a dinner was given in Jesus' honor. Martha served while Lazarus was among those reclining at the table with him. Then Mary took about a pint of pure nard, an expensive perfume. She poured it on Jesus' feet and wiped his feet with her hair, and the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. Jesus said in Matthew 12, verse 6, you will be remembered for this. Truly, I tell you, wherever the, the gospel is preached, Throughout the world, what she has done, what Mary did, she was told what she has done will also be told in memory of her. And we're still talking about it today. So I'm saying this to say, I've given you the scripture to say where Apostle Paul tells the church in Philippi, the gift you sent, they are fragrant. They are an offering and an acceptable sacrifice pleasing to God. So children of God have gone around the house, have gone into the corners and used a long way to announce the children of God. You will reap the blessings laid down in verse 19. When you give as the Philippian church gives, sometimes we repeat, Oh God will supply all my needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. Yes, that is true. But you have to meet the conditions in order for that blessings 
that bountiful blessing he got will supply all your needs. But to receive the bountiful blessings, um, the blessings that Apostle Paul pronounced on the Philippian church, and also the other list that I read to you, um, you will read the blessings laid down in verse 19 when you give as the Philippian church gives. Yes, it has to be that framework. The Philippians church were not only givers in domestic commodities to the apostle, but they prayed around the clock for the apostle Paul. They interceded for him while he was in prison. They never stopped praying for him because he was placed in prison for things that he did not do. He was placed in prison by, his, by the, the locals, you know. They never, but the church in Philippi, they never stopped praying for him. They were also obedient and abided by the teachings that he sent to them. He calls their service to him a fragrant offering and an, an acceptable sacrifice pleasing to God. And he sends a prophetic blessing to them in verse 19. And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. There was another lady that gives to the man of God in, in the same manner. Look what happened to her. And I'm going to close after that. She was the Shunammites woman in 2 Kings chapter 4. And I'm going to read from verse 8. One day Elisha went to Shunim and a well-to-do woman was there who urged him to stay for a meal. So whenever he came by, he stopped there to eat. She said to her husband, I know that this man who often comes our way is a holy man of God. Let's make a small room on the roof and put in a bed and a table, a chair and a lamp. Wow. For him. Then he stay there whenever he comes to us. One day when Elisha came, he went up to his room and lay down there. He said to his servant Gehazi, call the Shunammite woman. So he called her and she stood before him. Elisha said to him, tell her you have gone to all this trouble for us. Now what can we done for you? Can we speak on your behalf to the king or the commander of the army? She replied, I have a home among my own people. What can he done for her? Elisha asked. Gehazi said, she has no son and her husband is old. Then Elisha said, call her. So he called her and she stood in the doorway. About this time next year, Elisha said, you will hold a son in your arms. No, my Lord, she objected. Please, man of God, don't mislead your servant. But the woman became pregnant, praise God. And the next year, about that same time, she gave birth to a son, just as Elisha had told her. The child grew, and one day he went out to his father, who was 
with the reapers, he said to his father, My head, my head. His father told the servant, Carry him to his mother. After the servant had lifted him up and carried him to his mother, the boy sat on her lap until noon, and then he died. She went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God, then shut the door and went out. She called her husband and said, Please send me one of the servants and a donkey so I can go to the man of God quickly and return. Why go to him today, he asked. Is not the new moon or the Sabbath? That's all right, she said. She saddled the donkey and said to her servant, Lead on, don't slow down for me unless I tell you. So she set out and came to the man of God at Mount Carmel. When he saw her in the distance, the man of God said to his servant Gehazi, Look, there, there is the Shunammite. Run to meet her and ask her, Are you all right? Is your husband all right? Is your child all right? Everything is all right, she said. When she reached the man of God at the mountain, she took hold of his feet. Gahatsi came over to push her away. But the man of God said, leave her alone. She is in bitter distress. But the Lord has hidden it from me and has not told me why. Did I ask you for a son, my Lord, she said. Didn't I tell you don't raise my hopes? Elijah said to Gahatsi, tuck your cloak into your belt. Take my stuff in your hand and run. Don't greet anyone you meet. And if anyone greets you, do not answer. Lay my stuff on the boy's face. But the, ch the child's mother said, As surely as the Lord lives and you live, I will not leave you. So he got up and followed her. Gehazi went on ahead and laid the stuff on the boy's face. But there was no sound or response. So Gehazi went back to meet Elijah and told him the boy has not awakened. When Elijah reached the house, there was the boy lying dead on his couch. He went in, shut the door on the two of them and prayed to the Lord. Then he got on the bed and lay on the boy, mouth to mouth, eyes to eyes, hands to hands, as he stretched himself out on him. The boy's body grew warm. Elisha turned away and walked back and, in the, back and forth in the room and then got on the bed and stretched out on him once more. The boy sneezed seven times and opened his eyes. Elisha summoned Gehazi and said, Call the Shunammite woman. And he did. When she came, he said, Take your son. She came in, fell at his feet and bowed to the ground. Then she took her son and went out. I, I know this is a long literary children of God, but I read this, I include this to show you how God supplied all our needs when we assist, when we help, when we give to his service, when we give to the man or the woman of God. And God supplied the Shunammites, woman's need through the man of God, Elijah. And the man of God vowed that he wasn't going to leave her empty-handed. He called the Shunammite woman, Elijah said. And when he did, the Bible let us know. When she came, the man of God said, she came in, fell at his feet and bowed down to the ground. Then she took her son and went.
and God will do the same for you. It might not be a son, it might be your career, it might be your children, it might be a business, it might be a, a very difficult issue that you have. God will never ever leave you empty-handed. And I'm going to pray, Father, thank you for this teaching. Thank you for showing the blessings that awaits us when we bless the servants of God and when we help those who are in need. You said I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. You call this act of giving a fragrant and acceptable sacrifice. Papa God, I pray that as your children listen to this, this, this podcast, this little word that you have given me, this teaching that we will put in practice what we've heard, that we will give to the body of Christ. We will give to the man of God. We do the woman of God. We will give as the description that you have laid out. We will give to the hungry. We will give to the poor. We will give them a drink. We will visit them in, in prison. We will give to the stranger. We will give, we will clothe the naked. We will, we, we will visit the sick and pray for them. We will visit them in, pres, in prison. You call this act of giving a fragrant and acceptable sacrifice. You said you will meet all our needs according to the riches of your glory in Christ Jesus. We believe this. We know this, that out of our giving, you will supply all needs. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you, Pastor Sandra, checking out. And just to remind you, children of God, even this, what you're going to do is giving. You're going to pass this word to, to your friends, to your family, so that they can hear the word, the living word of God. Because the Bible says faith comes through hearing and hearing the word. So as you pass the word, so your, your friends and your family, well wishes can hear the word, they will hear it and it will cause a change. So pass it on, share it now in Jesus' name. God bless you. Pastor Sandra checking out. God bless you.